Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Who it is? House of the Redeemed Servant. Keep 
Now, I don't care whether you clap or not, but I'm saying to you. We got next. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 
I want to make sure that that's the last song before we get started. Shalom, shalom. All right, hold on one second. I think that's it. Uh, I'd like to say welcome to another edition of Long Talk Radio. I'm Free Spot Box. With me, I think the, the boy's on the way down. So. <laughs> I'm going to be doing my own reading for a minute, you know, while we uh, introduce and come in and get ready to, you know, honor another Sabbath day. I'm not to honor the Most High, you know what I'm saying, and uh, uh, by, uh, uh, you know, coming to praise him, coming in, opening that book up, helping to keep furthering our knowledge and our understanding of, you know, the things that please the Father and how to, how to develop that closer relationship between us and the Father. And, and I think that's what the purpose and the thing that we're striving to do as we join, as we get on every show. How do we develop that understanding so that as a nation or as a people, we can be able to get closer to the most high? You know, that's the one thing that as we're trying to pass on to our kids, I'm going to read something um, as I'm talking and building this up. Hold on one second. Let me go to... Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4, to add that, but, you know, we do want to, you know, thank everybody for joining us in and coming in and continuing to join into the shows, you know, as letting us know that this word ain't going out void, you know what I'm saying? And I like the one thing that, you know, a brother, a brother I talked to earlier was reminding me of is that uh, no matter no matter what we try to go out and do, no matter our plans are, how we, how we do things. Conversation was about ego, and it made me stop to think. A lot, of, a lot of how we operate is from our ego. We think we understand what the Father wants us to do, how he wants us to do it, how it is, the spirit we're supposed to be in, the whole nine. And a lot of this is letting go of your ego, letting go of your pride, and that's kind of the question. That's been a topic I've been on for about three weeks now. It's been pride, because understanding that the only thing that I've done in my pride is bring myself low. The only thing I've done in my pride is hold myself back, because I'm listening to what's in my head rather than opening myself up to the Bible, letting the, letting the scriptures get in my mind. And then applying these scriptures and to the things that I'm doing, to my day-to-day activities, and I walk in asking myself this question: As I operate in my day-to-day activities, am I doing the will of the Father? What about this day honored the Father? And that should be where we're at every day. We should humble down to the fact that. Everything, every day, there's something I'm doing that is pleasing in the eyes of the Father. If it was I I taught a brother this thing, I studied, I opened the Bible up and I studied to work on something in myself, honoring him. I taught someone, honoring him. I had a kind word to say to a brother or sister. I honored him. 
sitting in the, and honoring the high holy days, the Sabbath day, making that a priority is honoring him. And it's so easy to get caught up in your mind and thinking that you're doing the right thing and the only person that is benefiting is you. If I'm a teacher and I'm holding this information in, who are you giving it to? Who's benefiting from you and the fact and, and what you're doing for the most high? And that's gonna be the question that's gonna keep that we're gonna to have to keep analyzing ourselves and as we get up every day and as we as we live the lives that we live and we go about our day and our evenings, when I from the time I open my eyes to the time I close my eyes. I got to look at my day and that look at myself, ask myself, what about this day that honored the Father? What about this week that honored the Father? What about my life day to day that really does honor the Father? And I'm still trying to do the same thing every day. I went to work today. Yeah, okay, you honored your wallet. I, um, Got up. I slept all day. Man. I just laid up in my bed. I was meditating. <laughs> in my leisure, I'm doing something for the Father. In your pride, you can tell yourself what it is that you think you need to tell yourself that's going to honor the Father. But in our humility, in our humility, you're really making physical changes and doing certain things and now really met, really giving your mind to focus on that next step or that next thing done that I truly do honor the Father. So we're going to, we're going to start in on how the Most High feels about pride. How do you feel about it? You know what I'm saying? And we're going to go back into the Old Testament and then we're going to, we're going to now keep looking at the scriptures to figure out when I'm in a certain state of mind. When I'm listening to me only, when I hold when I hold the thoughts in my head in high regard, what I mean about that is high regard, what I mean about that is I hold the thoughts in my head above what's in the Bible. Or somebody could have told me that I need to change this, this, and that, but I still do what I want to do. Or... I got this mindset that I'm not doing anything wrong and it's okay for me to not do and operate the way I want to operate or think the way I want to think, which is the slogan of America. That is the slogan of this society. Everybody believes that they can live their life any way they want to and they can now, they can do whatever it is they want to do. They don't have to submit they don't have to come under any authority. I'm free. That's not freedom. That's not freedom because you're going to become a slave to something else. You know what I'm saying? But we learn that false, that false mentality that we are free to do whatever it is we want to do. So as we keep reading, we're going to keep going into this book we're going to keep going into this Bible, going into this, and we're going to start looking at these things and saying, okay, what is it? How does the Father feel about my free thinking? That's a good way of putting it. 
How does the father feel about my free thinking? How does, my, how does the father feel about my mindset that I listen to myself, I'm right, and everything else is secondary to what I think and how I feel? I don't care what is said or shown to me. I'm still going to do what it is I want to do. How does the father feel about that? Because that is my pride. You know what I'm saying? That's one's pride. So you will find Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha, chapter 10, and we're going to read verse 18, all right? Ecclesiastes, chapter 10, and we're going to verse 18. I'm going to steal me a reader. Hold on. Okay, one second. Good night. Not good for two. Situated. Shire. 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 It's understood what it is it's showing, okay? So we're going to start Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha, right? Thank you, Shia, for joining us today. I need, I need a face, Shia. I need a face to look at so it don't feel like I'm just echoing in this room, you know? But we're going to start Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha. Read along with me. Um, I'm going to my part. I'm going to dictionary all the time. Okay, we're going to go to Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha. All right. Come on now. No, no, yeah, he's going to go here right now. So I'll bear with you. I'm trying to open up the video, man. It's running slow. Internet, Wi Fi. Okay. Ecclesiastes is. Hold on one second, one second, I'll bear with me. Here we go. Third, ten. And we're going to jump down to verse five. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, it's 18. That's not money, right? Okay, here we go. You know what? I'm going to, uh, what is that, Proverbs, clean that up to 10, and I'm going to start at verse um, 7. Let me start at 7. I'll be better. You start at verse 7. Please ask me to be a pop chapter 10, verse 7. It says, Pride is hateful before the Most High and man. And by both does one commit iniquity. Although I think Kabbalah is going to join us for one second. Sorry about that, everybody. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 18, verse 7, I mean, it says, Pride is hateful before the Most High and men. And by both does one commit iniquity. So he said, We end up sinning in the eyes of the Most High when we're prideful. The Most High looks at pride as something that's hateful in front of him. So pride means to be on a really high opinion of yourself. When you, when you think that you're right, and the only thing you really listen to is in your head, that's your pride. And the Father, like, he hates that. Or it says, pleasure the one's own achievement. I'm only looking at what I'm doing. It's not what about, I glory in what I do. And not so much on the fact that I'm in that mind frame where I'm trying to help somebody else get better. Or I'm open to the words of the Father or somebody else giving me advice to something I may need to adjust and change. So the fact that I'm not that way, where I'm the type of person that does not like to be told what to do, does not like to be corrected, the most of that person, that type of spirit is hateful before him. And it's hated by men. And by both, you end up doing wrong or you commit iniquity, you have an opinion or you're sinning in the eyes of the Father, and you look at it as wrong in the eyes of men. I can't be told anything. I can't be corrected. I can't be shown where I may be doing something wrong. You know, read the next verse. Read, up, read it down. Verse 8. It says, because of unrighteous dealing, injury, and riches gotten by deceit, the kingdom is translated from one people to another. And the Father is showing us that in that person's pride, if we we're prideful, our dealings are unrighteous. So we deal with each other. If I'm right, and, I, and the, only, the only person that I listen to is me, and the only person I consider to be I'm right, everybody's wrong. All my dealings are going to be un, unrighteous. I, it's got to be this way. It's got to be this way. It can't be no other way. And if, and if you don't like it, you ain't got to be with me. If you can't follow, you can go. That's a person's pride. Because of unright, this is because of unrighteous dealing, injuries, and riches gotten by deceit. The kingdom is translated from one people to another. Then the most I end up taking it from your hands to someone else's hands. Because the, your pride is too strong. You didn't. You weren't open to listen. So that happened to anybody. But it's showing you when these things happen, we lost our kingdom because we couldn't be corrected. From prophets to whoever, we couldn't be corrected. So king to king that went up, leader to leader that goes up, when that man can't be corrected, that leader can't be corrected, his kingdom ended up being taken from one and given to someone else. So we're in, as a people, we're here in captivity because how we were dealing with each other, the injuries, the riches gotten by deceit, the kingdom being taken from us, and now we in servitude. So you only end up losing, trying to now be trying to do things the wrong way. You only end up hurting yourself. You end up losing because the because you lose respect in the eyes of the father. 
Verse 9, why is earth and ashes proud? That's the question. Why is earth, why would he say earth and ash? Because that's what we are. We come from the dirt. He said, but why are we proud? We ain't got a pot to piss in. That's what the most the scripture says. He ain't a poor man that's proud. I don't got anything, but how is it you don't have anything and you still can't listen? Or you don't think something is wrong. We adjust. We keep our pride and we adjust to the life that we live. And we can never look and say, man, if I just changed, how much more would the Father be blessing me if I just changed? Why is earth and ash proud? There is not a more wicked thing than a covetous man. It says, for such and one setteth his own soul a sail, because while he liveth, he casteth away his vows. The physical cut off, the, the physician cutteth off a long disease. It says, and he that is today a king, tomorrow shall die. Let me get to the point. Let me jump down to verse 13, 18, right? Verse 18, I'm sorry, 13. For pride, yeah, for pride is the beginning, 18, 13, right? Yeah, that's 13. This is for pride is the beginning of sin, and he that have it shall pour out an abomination. So the more I have that spirit of pride on me, the only thing I'm going to keep doing, if I only listen to me, and I only think that I'm right, the only thing I'm going to keep doing is pouring out abomination. Filthiness after filthiness will keep getting poured, will keep getting poured out of me because I cannot be corrected, because I can't adjust, because I can't change, because I can't submit. So the pride for pride is the beginning of sin, and he that have it shall pour out abomination. And therefore, the Lord brought unto him, unto them, strange calamities, and overthrew them utterly. They don't, they don't come in back. They don't give back. You never get back where you were, when the Most High bring you down. Because the pride that the Father was trying to check these strange things happening around you. Even in your pride, you don't even be paying attention to all the signs of the things that's happening around you. Like the most I've been talking and warning for a long time, but you ain't listening. But you keep still trying to operate the way you want to operate. So the father, okay, I'm just going to strip you. I'm going to keep stripping you until you figure out that there's change that's required. From the end. Um, verse 14, the Lord hath cast down the thrones of proud princes and set up the meek in their stead. The Lord hath plucked out, the Lord hath plucked up the root of the proud nation and planted a lowly in their place. You have to stop and imagine, stop and ask yourself why. For everything that we excel, for everything that as a people, 
We outclass. We are stronger, faster, more athletic, more talented. How is it that we are the most talented people on the earth? As black and Hispanic and Mexican, you know what I'm saying, black, Hispanic, Native American. He said, we're the most talented people on the earth. From running to uh, size and strength, athleticism, it's like everybody wants us on their team. Why is it that we're the most talented people when we're at the bottom? Because the Lord has plucked up the root of the proud nation and planted a lowly in their place. Lowly means inferior. The basketball court. Yeah, I'm serious. We use teams more and more. There's more and more blood. <laughs> we are the more talented people. The sports, to, to, to education, to creativity, to, to music, to every damn thing. You name it, we outclass these people, but we're under them. Then how did we get there? The most I say, he plucked out that proud nation. That the people that can't be told, can't be told what to do, can't be corrected. That's why we're still sitting here in the position that we're still in because we can't be told anything because we can't be corrected. The Lord has plucked up the root of the proud nation and planted a lowly in their place. Uh, verse 18. Pride, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 18, pride is not made for man. That is correct. Servitude was made for man. Humility was made for man. Listening and following, that was made for man. Not for us to walk in our own opinions thinking that we doing the things right, pride was not made for man, nor fierce anger for them that are born of woman. The one thing that was made for us was servitude. We were created to serve the Father, to let the Father guide us, to let the Father protect us. That is what we were created for. But somewhere I got in my mind that I don't got to follow the Father. I got to be independent. I got to look out for myself. I got to now think for myself. No, you're supposed to follow. You're created to follow. Verse 19, it says, They that fear the Lord are a sure seed, and they that love him and and they love him an honorable plan. They that regard not the law are a dishonorable seed. They that transgress the commandments are a deceitful seed. The most to show you, we are the we are the seed of the Most High when we are honoring Him. That's a sure seed. The ones that fear the Lord, we have become that dishonorable seed because we have no regards for the law. We have no regards for the things that we do. 
We're too busy trying to figure out how to get over on the commandments. We already we all we we are those people that created the ability to have a clause to the law. The law said love thy neighbor and I have a clause for that. I love my neighbor if he's doing whatsoever I'm doing, then I love him. Clause in there. In your pride, you put that clause, the father never said that. I will love the people that are doing the work that I'm doing. You always say this, right? If the second commandment is to love thy neighbor as thyself, and your like we was taught, your neighbor is the Israelites that were living among you. That's the way it was broke down to me. That's the way it was broke down, and that was the truth, because that's who their neighbor was. And that scripture was read and said, when that statement was made, love thy neighbor, who was your neighbor? Your brothers and sisters and people around you. So by understanding that we understand the scripture and we understand who our neighbor is, and you know what we're going to do? I still don't love, I don't love you like I, I don't love my neighbor like I would love myself because I'm not even around my neighbor. We I'm, I sit alone. I'm, uh, I don't go and check on him. I didn't even get to know my neighbor. We do the same thing with each other like we do in America. We move to the neighborhood. I ain't gonna, I, I, I'll wait for my neighbor, but I'm going to get to know you. I'm on my business. I sit in my house and my, my business. That's not the love. That's not the love that the scriptures are talking about, man. But in my pride and in the things I'm doing, I'm only dishonoring the most high because I believe that what I'm doing is okay. It's not wrong. And the whole time the most high looking at us like, nope, you are in your pride. You won't adjust and you won't change. You're not seeing that, no, that's not pleasing me. That's not what I'm talking about. But I tell you to love your neighbor, you need to go get to know your neighbor. So if there's a brother in IUIC, that's my neighbor. And this brother will give, that's my neighbor. That was another person I was supposed to get to know. We were, there was supposed to be a relationship. You can't love nobody that you don't know. There's supposed to be a relationship with the net with my brothers and my sisters. It didn't say love my it didn't say love thy camp member. Or we create who our neighbors are going to be. My neighbor is whoever is going to class with me or fellowshipping with me, that's my neighbor. I wish it was that simple. But the Father's going to require more. And I love one thing. These are my words. These are his words. But when we operate in the wrong mind frame, the only thing that we're doing is upsetting the Father. We're not pleasing him. In our pride, we're making ourselves that, Steve, 
that dishonorable seed. That's what we end up making ourselves. Hold that. Let that go. I'm going to Proverbs. All right. We're going to go to Proverbs chapter. Um, in a second, you guys. Proverbs chapter eight and verse thirteen. Let's try that. Check this out. We're going to start as a. Okay, this is bad. Proverbs chapter 8. I'm going to start at verse 6, okay? It says, Here, for I will speak of excellent things. It says, And the opening of my lips shall be right things. Opening of my lips shall be right things. So Paul said, man, or I'm not Paul, Solomon. He said, I am going to speak excellent things. And I am, and the opening of my mouth, of my lips shall be right things. All right? So we're, the focus is now, is like saying, listen, because I'm going to drop the truth on you. Listen to what I'm saying, because I'm going to drop wisdom on you. For my mouth shall speak truth. And wickedness is an abomination of, uh, and wickedness is an abomination to my mouth. So I'm sorry. It says, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. Verse 10, receive my instruction and not, and not silver. And receive my and knowledge. So it says, receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge, rather than choice gold. So you're supposed to receive this instruction, and not silver. You're supposed to receive the knowledge, rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that. And all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Nothing should be compared to it. Nothing is greater than the Father's wisdom. But when I get my spirit of pride on me, I'm not open to the wisdom of the Most High. I'm not open to allowing someone to correct me. I've gotten to that level that I'm above correction. I'm above. I'm only going to have one person correcting me, and if I agree with them, then I must be right. I'm not allowing myself, and I'm not open to grow in wisdom. Wisdom dwells with wisdom dwells with purity, with prudence. 
and found out and find out knowledge of witty invention. Hold on, let me for fear of the Lord is to is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So I was reading, he's gonna tell us, explain, well what is evil? The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride, that's evil. Arrogance and the evil way and the forward mouth do the most high hate. So for us to be in sync and and in order with the Father, we have to learn to hate the same things that he hates. Got my reader here now. We have to learn to hate what he hates. You are. I am with myself. Okay. Um, read uh, uh, go to Ecclesiastes 25 and verse 2. All right. In your pocket, we got. Yeah, I'm going to go to Proverbs 16. And verse 2, 25 and 2. Uh-huh. Ecclesiastes 25, verse 2. Go ahead. Three sorts of men my soul hated. Read that again. Three sorts of men my soul hated. So there is a way to get the Father to hate you. We have to realize we're learning wisdom. I'm learning the wisdom. I'm learning wisdom on how to stay on the good side of the Father. But Thomas says these type of men are hated. Read. And I am greatly offended at their life. Their whole existence is offensive. Go ahead. A poor man that is proud. Uh, a poor man that's proud is offensive to the Father. Because this is a guy that won't even allow somebody else to invest and build him up. A poor man is proud. Read. A rich man that that is a liar. Glad. An old adulterer that doted. That keep doing the same thing he's doing. So he's an old adulterer. I'm about to say it in there. <laughs> he's an adulterer that stays doing what he's doing. You don't change. So the most I look at these type of spirits, these type of men, the most I say, hey, that's bad. Is that it? Yeah. Down from there, jump down to Proverbs chapter 16. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Read, hold up, sorry, read verse 4. Verse 4. The Lord hath made all things for himself. Yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. I want you to I want you to understand why what is the father's gate he is judging when he's telling us about our pride? Where does he look at? Where is he looking at? And what is he um what is he looking at to be able to say, Okay, this is a I just how I gauge. 
a person that operates with a lot of pride. Go to verse 1. Yeah. She, you owe me one down to five. Read that. Proverbs 16 and verse 1. The preparation of the heart of the heart is man, and the answer of the tongue is from the most high. So that's the way it's supposed to start at, right? When you answer something, when you answer something, you're supposed to use the Bible and the scripture supposed to, that's what you're supposed to have went to to get the answer that you were looking for. You're supposed to be there in that book. I'm operating and I'm a, my, and when you're in the Bible, there's no emotion there, right? It's not my words, so why would I be emotional on something that's not my words? But, you can look at if you can start figuring out okay, how do I gauge that I'm prideful and that this is where I'm coming from. It's my pride that's there. Because remember, you can understand that we understand that the Most High is trying to prepare the heart of men, and the answers of the tongues are from Him. So I'm trying to prepare your mind, and I'm trying to answer that they come from you. They should come from the Bible. They should come from wisdom and understanding. Every time I answer, I have to start figuring out where did that answer come from? Did it come from my emotion or from my anger or strife? Am I arguing or am I trying to answer all the ways that man are clean in his own eyes? Read it again. Verse 2. All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes. Go ahead. But the Lord weighs the spirit. He said, but the most high look at the spirit that you bring in. You're coming in. You, you always look at you right. The most high is all the way in the motivation. We, in our eyes, because I want something, I'm always going to be right because I want something. But the most high is weighing he's, he's the motivation, right? Go ahead. Verse 3. Oh, you know what it's about the Spirit? And the most thing you weigh the Spirit, what did you, for the thing that you, you know, to come up with that way, right? to come up with that way, what source did you go to to develop that thinking? All the ways of men are clean their own eyes. That means somebody put that understanding in your mind. The father was looking at where did that come from? Come from. Because I'll prepare, I'll, I'll prepare the mind, the heart. But I'm going to prepare your mind. I'm going to weigh the spirit. But the most I look at it just like, okay, when you came up with that, when you thought you were right, on what did you base this right on? Go ahead. Verse 3, commit thy works unto the Lord. Do what? Commit thy works unto the Lord. Go ahead. And thy thoughts shall be established. So if I, if every day if I'm working, if I am committing my works to the Lord, then my thoughts, my action, my mind is going to be in the right place. 
I, I'm double-minded. My mind is everywhere. Why? Because my works are committed to the Father. I'm looking at other things that are more important, and that's what I like the Father showed us. He showed us, I could tell when I could tell when you're out of order because the works, the things that you're doing or the things you're thinking about, they're not committed to me. What part of this day did you give me? We king of that, right? We get up, we go to work. I'm going to get up, I'm going to get to work. And my dad lives at the party. And he's doing The father's like, okay, I get it. Go all day, man. I'm come home tired. Oh, man, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I need to sleep. I'm tired. I'm like, okay. But what part of this, of your day, was committed to me? That's how I know you're not with me. Because you're just a Somewhere I'm going to fall in this equation. Even when I get up and I go to work, who am I working for? What am I working for? The father's looking at. Is this all just about you? Yeah. That's my problem. You know, I, I work and I gain. I tried it to the best that I could. I work. But I work for me. It's all about accomplishing the goals that I'm setting for myself. That's what, that's the world. That's what we're building, right? You know? Uh, verse 4, the Lord has made all things for himself. Go ahead. Yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Verse 5, everyone that is proud in heart. Read it again. Everyone that is proud in heart. Read it again. Everyone that is proud in heart. That's proud in mind, that think they right, that can't be trained, that can't be shown, right or wrong, read on, is an abomination to the most of hand joined in hand. He shall not be unpunished. Hey, hi. The most I know, you can be a part. You can hold an hands and say, kumbaya, all you want. You can, you can hold an hands and say, oh, it is like Christian song, if you want. The father's still looking, yeah. You you join hands, you singing along, but I I I know what you are. I know what you're doing because your motivation is what I'm gauging. What are you committed to? Where is the commitment? Okay, so man, I want you to go to um. Go to Proverbs. Proverbs 29 and verse 23. Proverbs 29 and verse 23. A man's pride shall bring him love. Read it again. Proverbs 25 and verse 23. Uh-huh. A man's pride shall bring him love. So as we keep following, I want you to start in verse 22. 29 verse 22. Mm-hmm. An angry man stirred up strife, and the furious man abandoned, abandoned 
in transgression. I'm going to abound it in transgression. So every man is going to stir up what? Strife. Not fight. That's the one thing we get. An angry man is going to stir up a lot of stuff. Ready? Verse 23. A man's fight shall bring him love. What? All of the things that. What's up? Look at that. Look at your anger. Your fight It didn't work out for you. <laughs> it's not going the way you want it to go. So when it's not that way, what am I going to become? An angry man. So I, was, I, was, I like to argue. Because shit, I, my way ain't working. Uh, go ahead. For honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. He said, "For honor will be what? Uphold the humble in spirit." From there, now go to um, Proverbs thirteen and ten. Proverbs thirteen and ten.
that's the person that ended up trapped. I didn't follow my own understanding of this. I gave myself to follow the ways of the most high. And you watch the increase. You understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Psalms 119. I'm oh, sorry, read 16, 26. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 26, is that right? Proverbs chapter 28 verse 26. Proverbs 28 and verse 26. Own heart is a fool. Read that again. He that trusted in his own heart is a fool. He said, you trust in your own mind, the scriptures call you a fool. You trust in your pride? Welcome to your food. Read. But sorry, it's all stretched out about this. But whoso so walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. That's the one the most I've saved it, man. Because I'm not trying to walk in my own understanding. And I'm trying to follow what I think it feels. I think if I'm allowing someone to God guide me so that they're giving me the proper instruction so I can go out and execute. And I can get blessed for the things I'm executing. Because I humble down enough to let someone show me, not operate my pride. If I operate the place of pride, I'm going to fail every time. Who are you talking to? Who are you asking for advice? I'm like, I'm going to I'm going. Okay. Well, I'll see you at the bottom. That's basically what you're saying. That's what you want to, or you want to learn this the hard way. All right, go ahead, man. You grown? You want to learn the hard way. You want to learn the hard way. That's all you're saying. You want to learn this the hard way. And that's on all levels, all levels. You want to learn it the hard way. The verse you have. Proverbs chapter 119 and verse 140. Psalms 119. 140 through 144. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you want to get this. No, let's get this. 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 let Psalms 119 and verse 140. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth. That's what you say, 140? There's no other 140, is it? Oh, I'll check it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Goes all the way up to verse 176. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Read it again. Psalms the one nineteen and verse one forty. Thy word is pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. That's that's the truth, God. The word of the Most High is definitely pure. There's no ill intent. There's no harm. There's none of that. The word of the Lord is pure. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. 
The most high answers are the right direction, everything. If we follow it, we're going to love the outcome. The person will definitely love the outcome. Read on. Verse 141. I am small and despised. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yet do not I forget thy precepts. He said, I am small and despised, but I have forgot the most high precepts. Read on. What's that? One forty-two. Thy righteousness, thy righteousness is everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. Read that again. Verse one forty-two. One hundred forty-two. Thy righteousness is everlasting righteousness. Uh huh. And thy law is truth. Your law is the truth. The fact that I'm living and keeping the commandments of the Father, that's me walking in the truth. But what's happening is we start telling folks that operate because I'm walking. In the body or in the camp, I'm, I'm in the truth. The most said, when you're walking in the commandment, you're where? In the truth. Read on. 143. Trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delight. Read on. The righteousness of thy testimony is everlasting. Give me understanding. And I shall live. He shall. I'm not. He doesn't give me money. He said, "Give me hope, homes and gold." He said, "Give me understanding that I may live." Because we at that. We at that point. That our money, that nothing else is saving us. It's the understanding. The wisdom to understand the the Most High is what's gonna save us. I like that. Yes, to give me understanding because I can read the law, but I don't understand what the Most High is doing. I can look at the examples. I'm supposed to look at the examples and read about the examples in the Bible so I know what I'm supposed to do. From there, go to, uh, yes, I want to give you, uh, Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10, I that. Thirteen and ten. Who said this one? It says, "A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but the but the scorner." Here it's not rebuke. 13 or not. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 1. You read that again. A wise son heareth his father's instruction. We have gotten past the ability to listen. We're scorners, but the scorner here is not rebuke. I want somebody to pat me on the shoulder, pat me on the back. I don't want to hear correction. That's why the scripture cast out the scorner. 
and contention will cease. I have to be a person that can hear rebuke. I can hear correction. Verse 2. A man that eats good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul, this is a man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. But the soul of the transgressor, when you look at some of the things you're going through, some of the ways the most times doing things, and you're like, wait. I might be in the wrong spirit. I might be looking and doing things the wrong way. Because the more I'm looking and doing things the wrong way, I would stop and say, man, maybe I should be focused on is listening. Because I can't listen. So the fact that I can't listen and I only listen to myself, all the violence around me, I may be causing the violence around me. Let's go down to verse. Let me start jumping down now. We jump down to verse ten. Um, verse six. Uh, verse six. Proverbs chapter thirteen and verse six. Thirteen and verse six. Proverbs thirteen and verse six. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, uh-huh. but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. Verse six. six, right? Jump down to verse ten. Verse ten. Only by pride come to contention, uh-huh. but with the well-advised is wisdom. I'm sorry, read nine. Verse nine. The light of the righteous, the light of the righteous rejoices. Uh-huh. The lamp of the wicked shall be put out. That's what I'm showing you. He said the light of the righteous man that can humble down to the Father, he going to rejoice. But the lamp of a wicked man, they both got light. He's going to get put out. He's going to put it out. Read on. Verse ten. Only by pride cometh contention. Only by pride cometh cometh contention. Only by pride cometh arguing, contending, arguing, or contending, or competing. Look up the definition of contend. Contend, to strive or strive against, to struggle in opposition. So to contend is to strive or strive against, to struggle in opposition. I see what what you're doing. I'm going to do it completely different. I'm struggling to be different. To use earnest efforts to obtain or to defend and preserve. Uh, To dispute earnestly to strive and debate, to reprove sharply, 
you up to reprove to reprove sharply, huh? strive to convince and reclaim. To strive to convince and reclaim is what? Discontent. Discontent. Discontent, right? Um, to quarrel, to dispute fiercely, to wrangle, and then that's it. I'm fighting a whole lot of stuff. 13 and verse 10. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. So only by pride comes a people that are contending. I'm trying to get this back. I'm just trying to get something back. That's only your pride is just got you going after that. But once I know that's there, that's only if a person that was more about, that's only, that was a person that was more about vain glory than they were about righteous living or being righteous in the eyes of the Father. Read that again. Proverbs 13 and verse 10. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advised is wisdom. 28. 28 and. Verse 25. Can we read that? He that is in the proud heart stirreth up strife. Do that, right? Verse 25 of the Numbers 26. Very fat, right? Numbers 26, right? Yep. Okay. We read that one. Over 16 and uh, uh, 16 and 18. Who got? Let me know who spirit before Read on. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the low with the lowly than to divide the spoils with the proud. Read that again. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoils with the proud. No, 
for this one. Let's go from first. Okay, 
You think everything you're doing, that's going, I don't care how much money you're getting or what's happening, that can't save you. What's going to end up saving you is my righteousness because that's the thing the Father's judging. We don't have no power over that. If it was up to me, it's all good. If it was up to, if it was up to you, it's all good. We tell people that all the time. So, yeah, I, I, who am I to judge? It's not my obligation to judge you. And are you are correct. That's like the most I say in like. It's the Father's obligation to judge you. It's like the most I say in like it's not. That's the one thing we always talk about. That's the one thing we always talk about is that your money, your money, your money, your worldly possessions, all those valuables that you hold here, all the financing you hold here on earth isn't going to help you in the end times or in the end when everybody's going to be judged. The Most High is going to tell you, <clears throat> the Most High is going to judge, they'll judge you based on your spirit, based on your spirit and your righteousness. And if you that's like, if you're more focused on, you can't buy your way into the kingdom. You can't buy your way into the kingdom. And that's where all that pride that gives you to come in because, oh, because I have so much money and I have so much this, I have so much that, I got this car, I know I deserve to be here. You know, and that's not how it's supposed to, that's not how we're going to get to the kingdom. Yeah, no, you, can that you can't buy your way into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You can't, I'm LeBron James. I'm LeBron James. What's money I got? Mm-hmm. What is it going to cost? I just get in this kingdom. You know, what I said, it's going to be harder for a rich man to squeeze through a, it's hard for, it'll be harder for a camel to squeeze through an eye of a needle. I'm sorry, it's easier for a camel to squeeze through an eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom. You can't buy your way into this. Let's read uh, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 5. Verse 5. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way. You got to The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way. So our uprightness, our righteousness, the righteousness of the perfect, that shall direct his way. That's what's going to lead you and guide you. That's what the Spirit is going to talk to you and show you the right direction to go in. Read on. But the wicked. But the who? But the wicked. Won't we'll be wicked again? So it's perverse. Somebody don't want to, they want to content. They want to always be opposite. They want to do the opposite thing. But the opposite, the wicked, go ahead. Shall fall by his own wickedness. That's not my word. If I start expounding, them is my words. What's the both sides' words? <laughs> right there. Verse 6. The righteous of the upright shall deliver them. He keeps bringing out the same point. How do we get delivered? A righteous is going to deliver us. The righteousness of the righteous, of the upright, shall deliver them. Read on. But the transgressors shall be taken in their own darkness. That's what I said. You've got to change. You, you, tell, you think you're getting over <laughs> I'm just being naughty. He said that sinner is going to be taken in his naughtiness. Paul, you understand but I know you understand. I was stuck down. Oh, but you know what? I couldn't help myself. He said, who are you? He said, you're going to be taking that in your own naughtiness. Because in your pride, 
You keep telling yourself you ain't doing nothing wrong. Verse 7. Verse 7. When a wicked man dieth, read that again. When a wicked man dieth. I want to make sure that you understand who he's talking about. When a wicked man dieth, mm-hmm. his expectation shall perish. His expectation shall perish. Go ahead. And the hope of unjust men perishes. And the hope of unjust men is going to perish. Most I give you nothing. Your hopes and dreams are going to perish. Everything you're trying to do is going to perish. Mm-hmm. Verse 8. The righteous is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in his... Come to what? No, read it again. Sorry. Verse 8. The righteous is delivered out of out of trouble, uh-huh. and the wicked cometh in his stead. Oh, the wicked cometh into the trouble. Right. I, 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 that went over. Right. He said the righteous are supposed to get delivered out of trouble, and the wicked is going to come, and now they don't have to, they're going to now suffer in that trouble. Uh-huh. So the whole time, the most I'm like, I'm trying to lead you out. That trouble that was there, that trouble that was there for you, I was trying to lead you out, but they walking right into it. Every day I'm set up with, every day you're set up so that with things that could happen where the most high is trying to show us, hey, you know what? If you do this, the only thing coming to you is trouble. The trouble's going to be there. But the most high the whole time is like, I'm trying to get you set up to avoid the trouble. But that person with the pride, that wicked man, he headed right for it. You're headed for trouble. That person, that perverse mind, can't be told nothing, you're headed for trouble. That's the end result for you. You're going to this trouble. It's crazy. Clear. I don't know what you do, you're going to do this. Go to the book out. Go to um, Psalms chapter 18. Psalm chapter 18. Verse 18 of verse 12. One second, man. Uh, Hold on one second. Eighteen and three. Eighteen and two. Eighteen and two. Uh-huh. Psalms is eighteen. 
And verse 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. The most high was his respect. Verse 3, I will call upon the most high who is worthy to be praised. I'm sorry, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Okay. 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 Stop it. Now go down. I want you to jump down to verse uh, 22. 22. Verse 22. For all his judgment. Yeah, for all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statues from him. David said the most high became his rock. Because all his judgments, all the laws, I never put them from me. Hold on, hold on. I want you to read verse 21. I'm sorry, yeah, jump to 21, then read down, please. So 21 to verse 20, 27, all right? 21 to 27. So the 18 of verse 21. And I'm not going to talk too much because I want this to be heard. Read that. For I, I have kept the ways of the Lord. David, David said, I kept the ways of the Lord. Meaning I submitted to the Father's will. Go ahead. And it have not, sorry, and have not. We believe the party from my God. Go ahead. For all his judgments were before me. Read. And I did not put away his statues from me. Go ahead. And was also upright before him. And I kept myself from my iniquity. I kept myself from my what? Iniquity. What iniquity means opinion, my pride, my sin, myself away from my opinion. I kept myself away from my sin. Go ahead. Therefore, hath the Most High recompensed me according to my righteousness. Why did the Father pay him back or help him or save him according to righteousness? Because he kept the Most High commanded from this apart. Right, and he never leaned to his own opinions. Because every time I lay to my opinion, David did something that that got Israel jacked up. David said, man, when I when I didn't act wickedly, when I didn't lead to my own uh, opinions and started to now sin, but Moses said, he recompensed me. He said, he recompensed me according to my righteousness. So when we say, it's going to be, my salvation is going to be based on how righteous how upright and right I am with the Father. So the little little, little, little things I do, the Father's like, okay, but if you don't want to be saved, then you know, that thing you do might just be the, that might be the straw because we don't know. We don't know what level of righteousness is going to be required of us so that we can be saved. So it's best to be upright and righteous in the eyes of the Father. Go ahead. Uh-huh. According to the cleanness of my hands, 
In his eyesight. In whose sight? In his eyesight. Right, so in his eyesight, according to the cleanliness of my hands, in his eyesight. I don't know what he's looking at. I don't know what he's fed up. <laughs> so I don't know what I was like, you know what? I had enough. Go ahead. Don't involve yourself in something that you can't control. 
Don't put that on your mind. You you can't. If I got a person that won't change, read that, read that again. 13 and 1 again. 13 and 1. He that touches fish shall be defiled therewith. And he that has fellowship with a proud man mm-hmm. shall be like unto him. He said, he that has fellowship with a proud man is going to be like him. What's that? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.